The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network The Bob Seska Show Presented by BubbleGenius.com From our nation's capital It is Thursday, August 2, 2018 And this is The Bob Seska Show Presented by BubbleGenius.com I'm Bob, how you doing? What's happening? Hello, Bob Hi, Rachel Coming up on today's show Jackie Schechner from InvestigateRussia.org Is right here She's sitting right over there We're going to dig into the U.S. code. Isn't that fun? Isn't that exciting? We're going to dig into the U.S. code. Don't all jump to your podcast players at once to fast forward to that moment in the show. Keep listening. We'll get to it. (laughs) We're going to learn what collusion actually is, and we're going to learn that collusion is, in fact, a crime, all right? Also, the conspiracy theory cult QAnon is behind the attacks against prominent liberals these days. We'll dig into that. And Trump kisses Kim Jong-un's fat ass once again, encouraging dictators around the globe to begin work on their own ICBMs. Wrong. Sleep tight, America. (laughs) And speaking of Biff, if the Twitter toddler in the White House has you completely stressed out, head on over to Bubble Genius and pick up their exclusive Republican voodoo doll featuring the face and body of our cartoon dictator. This item is only available for a limited time, so get yours now. Only $25 at BubbleGenius.com, with a third of the proceeds going to support the campaigns of resistance candidates across the country. Plus, if you use our promo code BOBC at checkout, you'll get 15% off your entire order only at BubbleGenius.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Now the guy's got Paulie's apartment. Any problems, he goes to Paulie. Trouble with the bill, he can go to Paulie. Trouble with the cops, deliveries, Tommy, he can call Paulie. But now the guy's got to come up with Paulie's money every week, no matter what. Business bad? you pay me oh you had a fire you pay me place got hit by lightning huh you pay me also paulie could do anything especially run up bills on the joint's credit and why not nobody's gonna pay for it anyway and as soon as the deliveries are made in the front door you move the stuff out the back and sell it at a discount you take a 200 dollars case of booze and you sell it for a hundred doesn't matter it's all profit and then finally and there's nothing left shame and you can't borrow another buck from the bank or buy another case of booze, you bust the joint out. You light a match. We could not talk or talk forever and still find things to not talk about. The Bob Seska Show. enough screwing around it is trump crisis day 560 95 days until the 2018 midterms and possibly the end of american democracy according to shouty mcshoutface our friend malcolm nance oh my god hey look right over there it's jackie schechner oh my god jackie how you doing oh wait i gotta turn on your microphone there you are <laughs> I'm here. Microphones help when you're podcasting. I know. They're important, I'm I told. don't mean to be all like high maintenance and needy in particular. <laughs> I'm no engineer, but I do know this. You need to talk into a microphone in order to be heard on a podcast. <laughs> These things I learn every damn day doing this show. Uh, 
Thank you again, Jackie, for for being on the show today. You know, I've been always to, my pleasure. Been wanting to talk to you for a while because we need to get uh, we need to get your wisdom on this. We need to know what exactly is going on. What the hell is going on? What is happening right now with Russia and Trump and the Manafort thing? And you are like right up close and dealing with this every day through investigaterussia.org. So. Jesus, where are we? What, what's well, happening? the sad part is I'm not sure I know what's going on. I can tell you <laughs> what I read. Oh, no, man. I mean, I can tell you what I read. I can tell you how I interpret oh, it. Yeah. But we live in this crazy, mixed up, upside down world right yeah. now. Yeah. And I'm not sure there's a real sane explanation for much of it. Well, you know, we have this whole issue with uh, with the definition of collusion. This appears to be the new attack from Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani, his TV lawyer. The, his spokeslawyer. I like to call him his spokeslawyer. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because I think back to Star Search <laughs> in right. the 80s. And you had the spokesmodel category. Yeah. And spokesmodels to me are models who sell something, mm-hmm. right? So he's selling Trump. He's the spokeslawyer. <laughs> well, the one thing they're trying to sell now is that collusion isn't a crime, which is just dumb to dumb to dumb. This is just arguing semantics. This is like, to me, the last desperate move of a very, very desperate legal defense by saying that this word that is a colloquial word, that is a casually used word to define something that's more complicated, <laughs> and, and yet they're saying, well, this is not... This is not a court. Well, you're talking about the shorthand. You're not talking about the actual statute. And fortunately, uh, Chris Coons, who's the uh, Democratic senator from Delaware, came along and did what I think is a pretty good public service. And this is something that, that needed to be done a long, long time ago. Uh, Chris Coons made a very simple, very quick video in which he defined what the law is that Donald Trump and all of the uh, people who surround Donald Trump have actually been breaking. This is the law. This is the collusion law that isn't literally called collusion. So here's Chris Coons and his definition of collusion based on the U.S. Code. Hi, I'm U.S. Senator Chris Coons from Delaware, a member of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Hi, Chris. I've recently noticed uh, (laughs) that Rudy Giuliani, President Trump's personal lawyer, has been publicly saying that collusion isn't illegal, that he can't find it in the code books, and I just wanted to offer my advice. What we're talking about here is an ongoing investigation by Robert Mueller, the special counsel, Mm -hmm. into whether or not Russian nationals, military intelligence staff of the Russian GRU, provided some assistance to the Trump campaign in 2016, and whether or not that form of collusion or cooperation might be illegal. But by, by the way, I would describe uh, Chris Coons in two words. You know what those mm. two words are? Pulse mm. pounding. <laughs> Pulse pounding. I was going to say, I mean, this is dry. I appreciate what he's trying dry, to do, but, but ugh, I, I'm parched. This yeah. is dry. Yeah, we, we, but we need to hear it. We need to hear it. Here's more of Chris Coons. And, and st- don't get too excited. Here comes Chris Coons. <laughs> so I took the liberty of looking to the United States Code. Thank you. In Title 52, Section 30121. Oh, dude, slow with the numbers. It shall be unlawful for a foreign national, directly or indirectly, Mm -hmm. to make a contribution or donation of money or other thing of value in connection with a federal, state, or local election. And it goes on to say, or for a person to solicit, accept, or receive a contribution or donation described above. Just stop stop right there. Stop right there. Nothing gets me hot like Chris Coons reading (laughs) legalese. 
right. I was gonna. I, just, I, I need a moment. I, I can't. You know, there's a lot of terminology there. His tone, the whole thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm I, beyond here. I was going to put this music behind it. Uh, let's see. <laughs> That's like the opposite of Chris Coons. If you were to take two sounds that are on the opposite ends of the spectrum, it'd be that and, and, and Chris Coons, who. It seems pretty clear to me. <laughs> that anything like a treasure trove of thousands of hacked emails that is a thing of value being solicited the sad thing thing about all of this is like who's he talking to (laughs) right like those of us who understand what's going on who are clued in all we get it we get it like collusion's not the word it's conspiracy or aiding and abetting like and none of that matter like collusion doesn't matter to Mueller right Mueller's Mm -hmm. not He's not looking through the books going, oh, I should abandon this now. There's no collusion in here. Right. So uh, he's, he's preaching to the choir. Yeah. You're not going to get the screaming morons from the Tampa rally. Like no. the people who are the diehard Trumps are not those people you're not going to get. So no. Who's this? Who's this for? Yeah. I guess it's just for us to have and to reference. And I think that's the important part. Even what though- I'm saying to reference for whom? Like we're spe- we're preaching to the choir here. If you're going to do oh, something know. like this, make it fun, funny, make it interesting, jazz it up a little, put some jazz hands jazz in it. it I don't know, but do so- do something like that's why viral video goes viral, yeah. right? Like something that people are engaged in. This is, this is viral and like it'll be handed to Chris Coon's assistant and then it dies there. There's no, I, there's no viral happening. I know. I think maybe Chris Coons was auditioning for Jeff Bridges' next uh, sleep tape. Remember Jeff Bridges' sleep tape? Hey, you no. want a glass of water? Yeah. This is Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Ah. I got water. We need water, although I don't know if you're like me. You drink some water before you go to bed, you're getting up. Jeff Bridges made a sleep tape in which he just, it's a, it's a tape designed to help you fall asleep. And this is he my, talks about how if he drinks too much before he goes to bed, he has to pee. That's wait, supposed to put me to sleep. Wait, there's more. A time during the night, but that's okay. <laughs> it's nice to uh, get up in the middle of the night. You know, you pass the window, you see the full moon out there. <laughs> on the way to the toilet, you're... Noticing the patterns on the rug. It can be a good experience. Anyway. Um, <laughs> All right. Oh there. And here's Chris Coons in his audition. Just gets high and talks about sleep. He talks about sleep and going to the bathroom in the middle of the night, noticing the patterns on the carpet, right? That's By amazing. an American campaign from Russian nationals would be a clear violation of U.S. code. <laughs> and actions to work together with Russian nationals to subvert our code would be illegal collusion. All right, all right. I don't you know. snore. I'm going to start snoring just to emphasize how unbelievably boring this is. I look, I appreciate you, Chris Coons. I yes. get what you're trying yeah. to do. Yeah. You're on our side. Mm-hmm. You know, go team. Well, yeah. Here's, yeah. I mean, here is the the more pulse. I'm going to do it in a more pulse pounding way. I'm going to read it in my pulse pounding DJ voice. Put some hey. techno music behind it, dude. <laughs> It's uh, It's again EDM going in there. Write this down for your Twitter arguments, uh, contributions, and donations by foreign. Let me get a pen. Hold on. (laughs) See, this is you know it's so funny. We're we're making fun of this. This is supposed to be helpful. 
Uh, it shall be yeah, on. Yeah, but it doesn't matter to us. <laughs> Mueller's on top of it. I know. I trust in Mueller. He's got it. Meanwhile, while well, we're see, talking, and I know this is gonna this is gonna be produced and pushed out a little bit later. Yeah. But while we're talking, the White House press briefing right now. They had John oh, no. Bolton. They had Dan Coats. They had Kirsten Nielsen, and they've got Christopher Ray now. They're all talking about election interference ahead of the midterms. Really? I'm missing it to do this podcast. But what are they saying? Do you know what they're saying? I don't know. I can't. I can't rip rip lead. I can't lip read. So I don't. I don't know what they're saying. Oh but, no. Uh, I feel like it's something important. Well, do, do, why don't you turn up the volume and see what they're saying? See, let's just check in. Let's check in with what's happening. And you know how bad the, the audio is going to be. Do you need help on this podcasting producing thing? The audio is going to be terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, just well, let's let's hear a little bit of it. Just get a sense because you've you've already right, tantalized well, us with the. Here we go. So. Okay, so spear phishing. All right, so they're they're actually confirming that it's going suppression. on. Cyber attacks. Cyber attacks. Who's talking right now? Is that Chris, Chris Ray? Chris Ray is talking yeah. right now. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, so I'm going to have to go back like and rewatch this tape. But at least they're addressing election interference. I yeah. mean, that's... I'm excited about that. At least they're getting into it a little bit. Well, okay. Well, here's the actual, here's the statute from the U.S. Okay, go ahead. I'm, oh, uh, I'm sorry. I don't, want to title, ruin the, title, I don't want to ruin the excitement of the statute. I know, go, go back to that, Bob. Title 52, U.S. Code, Section 30121. It shall be unlawful for a person to solicit, accept, or receive a contribution or donation described in subparagraph A or B of paragraph 1 from, foreign, from a foreign national. The foreign national directly or indirectly cannot make a contribution or donation of money or other thing of value or to make an express or implied promise to make a contribution or donation in connection with a federal, state, or local election. Uh, B, a foreign... Oh, wait, shoot, I just I think I just passed up. the bar. Is that enough? <laughs> well, needless to say... I'm a lawyer now. Needless to say, this is illegal. Contributions and donations by foreign nationals. That's a little bit more difficult to, than to say collusion. Right, so collusion is a catch-all term to describe uh, Section Fifty-Two of U.S. Code, Section Three Zero One Two One. Okay, so go fuck yourself, Rudy Giuliani, and and you too, Biff Tannen, at the same <laughs> but time. Look who he's talking to. Did you watch the video of the Tampa rally? I mean, did you watch the way those people behave? Oh, I know they're they're fucking that's crazy. That's who he's talking to. Yeah, yeah. They're so crazy. if that's the way you comport yourself in public, the way you comport yourself on national television, you think the word collusion versus what the U.S. Code actually says matters in the slightest to these people? Nope, not at all. Not at all. And the that's horribles a- was a kind word. Yeah. Well, again, this is the brazenness, is that if that's even a word, this is the brazenness with which the Trump people are lying to their own people. I mean, make no mistake, they're not lying to you, Jack, and they're not lying to me. They're making these remarks for the benefit of their own people and playing them for the suckers they are. Every single last one of these Trump supporters who are still on the Trump train are absolutely suckers. Every single dude or woman with a goddamn red hat is a sucker you are getting played like a fucking rube you are getting pulled into the goddamn sideshow carnival tent where the pig woman and the yak man are and and you don't even know that they're not even real you're like oh my god that yak man you got to see the yak man it's so crazy it's so real 
Yeah, they don't tr- care. the guy, the guy, the and I'm not sure why they don't care. They and don't that's care. That's the part I can't wrap my brain around. You know, I, I said it on Stephanie's show this morning. You know, usually I try to put myself in somebody else's shoes. Yeah, and I try to do it politically. I know where I am on the political spectrum and what I believe in, but I often try to put myself in someone else's shoes and say, okay, if I mm-hmm. had a strong religious belief that led me in a certain political direction, or uh, if I had a fiscal priority that mm-hmm. pushed me in another direction. Like, how would I feel? I, I try to be as, as reasonable and as measured as can be. Yeah. There is no part of me that can even begin to fathom where the Trump supporter is at this point. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you excuse the lies, how you excuse the behavior, how you excuse the negativity, the anger, the attacks, the deceit, the hypocrisy. Like None of that resonates with me. Yeah. I can't find an ounce of compassion for that anywhere oh they're they're totally delusional that's ultimately what the you know you could describe any red hat as being completely and totally delusional now on one hand you could say all right i understand their point of view that they're suggesting cnn and the wall street journal and the washington post and the new york times and all these major publications of course all of the uh, the cable networks are all fake news but what they can't deny is the first-hand sources for debunking all of the trump lies like for example you can't say that the u.s code is fake news if you go and look at the u.s code you will find a statute that says what donald trump and what donald trump jr and jared kushner and mike flynn and paul manafort and all the rest of the usual suspects have done in the course of the russian attack is to cooperate with that russian attack is to collude with that russian attack and all you got to do is look at the u.s code thank you chris coons and you know as as pulse pounding as it was, it should still be a valid fact that cannot be written off as being fake. So I don't understand how, I guess maybe the only other thing I can think of that precludes the, you know, the, the attention to actual facts is, mm-hmm. oh, well, screw it. We're just going to own the libs. We're just going to deny factual reality to own the libs. And this is our strategic thinking now. Like if we just say, nope, not true, not absolutely. Not. Well, here's the U.S. code. Nope, nope, not true. We're owning you now, liberals. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, when you live in this bubble of yeah. Fox News and Trump administration news, and that's all you get and all you believe in. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't know where there's an entry to anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, nothing else is seeping in. No, absolutely not. And that's one of the many problems, obviously, that we've had to face since the very beginning, that the actual facts don't seem to seep in because they want the falsehoods that Trump blurts out every goddamn day on yeah, every hour on the hour practically they and want the why is what's so confusing yeah and, and they why wa- do they want to believe these things yeah i mean because ultimately what we've observed for decades now is a republican party that it becomes increasingly disconnected from factual reality where the entire uh, policy platform of the gop is based on fiction is based on denying science is based on denying history denying facts uh, and, and facts that again that, that are emerging from first-hand sources again it's it's staggering to know 
that they will take information like the U.S. code. Or, they, you know, like here's another great example. Once again today, or in fact it was yesterday, uh, Sarah Sanders stood up in front of the press pool and said that the Steele dossier has been discredited. Yes. This is the second week in a row in which she stood up in front of the entire White House press corps and said, you know what, that document has been entirely discredited and blah, blah, blah. But the word that I always focus on is discredited because... It hasn't been discredited. There isn't a single part of the dossier that's been discredited. There's been some, as you know, Jackie, there's been some debate over the PP tape, whether or not that exists, but that hasn't been discredited yet. We don't know that the PP tape doesn't exist. In fact, nothing in the dossier has been discredited one bit. So I keep asking on Twitter, like, like she'll ever respond. But I'm just trying to build up some sort of critical mass here that maybe eventually she'll respond. I said... Once again, to press secretary, for the second time in a week, you claim the Steele dossier has been discredited. And once again, we'd like to know specifically which parts were discredited. Please include citations. Uh -huh. yeah. Sure. You'll find, however, that none of it has been discredited. And then I signed the, uh, the tweet, be best, Bob. Right? <laughs> well, so I, would settle, I would settle for, yeah, Sarah, that's a lie. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, I just, I know what they're doing. I understand how the press corps works in that room. Yeah. And I, a lot of those journalists are people that I respect, and I know that they're working very hard to get the information they need to fill out the story that they're mm -hmm. trying to file for that day. Yeah. And she gives them a very limited amount of time. She's very strategic about how she answers and then moves on. But it would be very nice if they all picked a day. And when she started to spout the lies, they said to her face, Sarah, that's a lie. Yeah. The, and I don't know. I mean, she maybe she storms off, but that tells you everything you need to know about the credibility of the White House press secretary. Yeah. Well, whenever they try to push back, she uses some sort of press secretary jujitsu to move on to something else. So that she's never going to face those actual facts. But I guess what I'm trying to do by throwing this into the atmosphere is maybe eventually she will answer that question. Maybe she will tr like try to say Oh, this has been discredited, but she she'll be lying when she does because again, none of it has been discredited. They are basing, I mean, this is amazing how they are basing part of the the Trump defense on what Sarah Huckabee Sanders says in the press room about the Steele dossier being discredited. I mean, that's all part of the Trump defense here that's part of defending the republican party by and large uh because of course yeah I, you know obviously the republican party is in <laughs> is part of the conspiracy here to uh to do all of this in fact we had a great example of the uh republican participation in the conspiracy uh this week where republicans in the senate blocked this election security funding bill mm -hmm. now why would they do that well the excuse <laughs> The excuse coming from the Republicans is, I mean, by the way, this was a uh, $250 million uh, appropriation. This is not, yeah. this is... And the excuse is that there's already money there that hasn't been appropriated. Right, I mean, you're... you're that, that there's money still left over that hasn't been used. Exactly that's right. Excuse. Exactly right. You're going, well, Bob, do, do you and Jackie mean to say billion? No, it's $250 million. That's nothing. That's the, the, the federal it's a government... It's the bucket for ex them, Exactly. Yeah. The federal government can find that between the couch cushions, for God's sake. $250 million for state grants. That's how many months of golfing for Trump? I know. It's unbelievable. It's nothing... It is nothing. 
and yet like uh james lankford from oklahoma came out and he was one of the uh uh the guys who voted against this funding and he said that they voted in favor of giving 350 million dollars to the states earlier this year so therefore we're not going to give the additional 250 million dollars for election security because they already got 380 million earlier this year well that again talk about flying in the face of actual verifiable facts the, the republicans already zeroed out that 380 million so that's not even a, that doesn't it doesn't exist it's yeah it's what they did <laughs> Is they passed three hundred eighty million dollars earlier this year, and then they zeroed out that that total appropriation for next year, so that it's not happening. Which is why the Democrats wanted to pass two hundred fifty million dollars in, in grants to the states for election security, and which, of course, the Republicans blocked because the Republicans don't want people to vote. That's what this all comes down to. The Republicans do poorly in elections when voter turnout is high. This is something, this is a fact of life that we've been dealing with with elections. If you're a Republican, you've been dealing with this in elections since the beginning of time, practically. And and this is why we see voter suppression. This is why we see Democratic precincts and, vote, and polling places with fewer voting machines during times of high voter turnout. This is why we see voter purges. And this is why, frankly, we see the Russian attack being so successful. I mean, this is all mm-hmm. part of the suppression effort to pr- not only prevent people from voting, Voting, but to actually convince Democrats that it's actually better, and this is a part of the Russian propaganda, to convince Democrats to stay home on election day because of the lesser of two evil nonsense that we mm-hmm. get from the contrarians. They have weaponized this. Russia has weaponized this. The Republican Party has weaponized this to make sure that we do not vote because when we do, Republicans lose. And so it's, you know, it's in their vested interest to make sure that uh, voting is as difficult as possible. So when Trump was talking about voter ID this week, it's all part oh. of the plan. Well, I got, you know, I got to go buy some groceries later, so I need to make sure that I've got my <laughs> yeah, bring license your ID. and my passport. And yeah, he just doesn't what else know. Do I need? How many forms of ID do I need to buy groceries? Yeah, and you know, he not only got that wrong, like he's completely out of touch uh, with what it means to go and buy groceries and how one does that, because he obviously thinks that you have to bring a photo ID in order to buy a carton of milk. Uh, yeah, but this is the guy who thought life insurance was the same thing as health insurance. Yeah. You know, he doesn't, but he's for the little guy. He gets you. He's with you. Well, Jackie, he also said that uh, it, the time has come for voter ID, as if it, we haven't had voter ID laws passed in 31 states so far. The time has come? Are you serious? This is Donald Trump talking about voter ID, a series of laws that were passed long ago, years he ago. He thought of it himself. He made it up. It was right. his, like His phrase... Nobody ever thought of it before. I love, <laughs> I, I love the like everybody says, people are saying, yeah. nobody thought. Like I want people, reporters to go, yeah, like who? I'd love for <laughs> right. them to, to come back with that. Everybody, some people say, who are these people? Yeah, yeah. Well, who, who specifically are these people? Name, name four. Right, and and again, this is all you want to talk about delusion. Th- this whole thing with voter ID is the consequence of a mass delusion. I'm talking about a broad-reaching delusion that is not only uh, infecting Republicans, but also infecting some Democrats too. Because if we look at older po- polling, I, I saw a 2016 poll. This is right before uh, last year's or the election two years ago. So it showed uh, 52% of Republicans and 26% of Democrats believe voter fraud is a major problem. And voter fraud is, of course, not a major problem at all. 
But they believe and getting people to vote is a problem, right? <laughs> you want to I mean, talk about the problem? The problem is getting people to show up and vote. We have such pathetic voter turnout in this country. Yeah, you want to talk about a problem? Let's encourage more people to vote, not make it harder for people to vote. People are so lazy, yeah, and they don't think it matters, or they don't care, or they've got other things they want to do with their time, even well, though it doesn't take much time. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, I'd like to see some more recent numbers too. Some numbers after Trump did his whole three million illegal vote in California conspiracy theory thing uh, last year. But I mean, to, for 26% of Democrats to believe that voter fraud is a major problem is absolutely fucking wrong. It is not. It doesn't exist. 68% of Americans overall believe that it's a problem. Some say major, others say minor. So naturally, 95% of Republicans and 63% of Democrats support voter ID laws for some goddamn reason. I don't know why this is, I mean, well, I know, I, I know partially why, because of the goddamn propaganda that's mm. been spread around about voter, oh my God, voter fraud, we got to stop voter fraud. You know what the rate of voter fraud, Jackie, was in a uh, 2005, I think, till 2008 like study? Point zero. Zero zero percent. Yeah, six <laughs> like super low. It, it was like zero point and then six zeros uh, one three. It was zero point zero 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 one three percent. That was the rate of voter fraud between two thousand five and two thousand nine, according to the Bush administration justice department uh and there are numerous studies like this some of them on the on a state level showing that statistically that voter fraud is statistically non-existent it does not exist at all and yet all these people say oh my god voter fraud's a problem oh my god we need to remedy it by passing voter id laws so that's why we have 31 states with voter ID laws that make it more difficult for Americans to vote. And that's on top of restricting the number of polling, uh, the number of voting machines in polling places, restricting the numbers of people who can actually vote by knocking their names off the voter rolls before they even step into the voting booth. This is all going on based on 100% fiction, and the president is playing with it right now. I know there's, there's got to be some sort of memo that went around, because I saw last week uh, Kurt Schlichter, that Fox News, Jack Wong, and then there was uh, uh, Tommy Lahren was also saying, hey, you know, the oh, great, great way to stop Russia is by passing voter ID laws. Well, uh, but uh, the Russians are... Why does she fundamentally irk me so much? <laughs> I don't know. Can we just take a brief moment yes. to talk about how much sure. I despise that woman? I know. I, I think it's because there's like this entitled white privilege. I haven't lived at all, and yet I here I am spewing all of this uneducated nonsense yeah. on yeah. a national platform. Like I, it, Andy Lassner taking the piss out of her on Twitter on a daily basis is my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. I just I can't tolerate anything about her. She like cuts me to the core. I, I there's. I don't know why. Well, you know what it is. You know what it is. It's basically she does not have the experience in doing this. She does not. She doesn't have have experience in anything. She has no life experience at all. Yeah, she doesn't know anything. She's 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 an empty suit, as they call uh, people like that. You know, she she's basically she's an empty bathing suit. Like she's not. (laughs) There's not even a full suit. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. The problem is, is that she comes off as being like a letter to the editor in a high school newspaper. That's exactly. What every single one of her opinions is something that you would absolutely read in your high school newspaper in the opinion section. It's the worst, most awkward and clumsy kind of. Uh, By the uh, least coordinated cheerleader. Exactly. Right? Like that's. <laughs> 
Exactly right. Exactly. So it's, this is the shit that she's writing, and because it doesn't matter on Fox News. I mean, if you're if you've got platinum blonde hair and you've got some cleavage, they're going to put you on the air. That's the atmosphere of misogyny over there. They're going to take anyone, no matter how unqualified, and say, "Oh, you have an opinion. Oh, you look good on TV. Well, here, you, we're going to give you a slot on Hannity." And that's and that's Tommy Laren. That's one hundred percent Tommy Laren. And of course, the rubes eat it up. The rubes all love it. <laughs> the rubes love Tommy Laren. Uh, all right. Well, meanwhile, uh, well, you know what? I want to talk about this uh, after the break. We'll talk about Kim Jong-un and a major mistake that, uh, that Donald Trump has made in his communications with North Korea. And that was today. He really, really seriously fucked up. And uh, I don't say that lightly. This is a, yeah. a, a major, major screw up today on Twitter. And, and I'll tell you why in just a second. But uh, as you know, Jackie, I just turned 47. And oh, God bless you. When was your birthday? My birthday was in uh, July. July 12th was my birthday. Oh, yeah. I totally sent you a gift, didn't I? <laughs> yes, thank you for that. What it did was, I send you? It, it was, was awesome, the, right? It was the finest gift I received this year. So I thank you for that uh, thing. Yeah, it was amazing. I know. It was amazing. It blew me away. It came It came with batteries, too, I right? Like, yeah, I batteries included. I mean, it was amazing that they were able to fit it in my door. I couldn't believe it that they got it in my apartment. It was just so massive and, <laughs> and battery-powered, whatever it was. It was uh, a Donald Trump-esque portrait of you. <laughs> That's right. I buy you a portrait of yourself. Well, you know, I mean, kidding aside, as you get older, life insurance becomes so much more important. But at the same time, it's also confusing. And a little bit like Chris Coons, it's a little boring. So only uh, one in four of us actually even has life insurance, even though 70% of us say we need it to make sure our loved ones are cared for, right? Maybe you put it off because it can be so confusing or boring or because you just haven't had the time. Well, PolicyGenius.com is is coming to your rescue right now. In just five minutes, you can compare quotes from the top companies, top insurance companies, to find the best policy for you and save money at the same time. Now's the best time to buy with rates at their lowest in decades, and Policy Genius is the best place to buy. Oh, and by the way, it's free. Did I tell you it's free? Oh, yes, it's free. It's so easy. You can do it right now while you're listening to this show. You don't even have to pause the show. As I'm talking, just go to policygenius.com. Over 4 million people are joining you right now. They've already shopped for insurance through policygenius.com for life, health insurance, disability insurance, and even renter's insurance and more. So if you've been putting off getting life insurance, there's no reason to put it off any longer. Go to policygenius.com to get quotes and apply in just minutes it's that easy you can do it right now and you should because rates are at their lowest in 20 years policy genius the easy way to compare life insurance go do it right now the bob seska show Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Yes, it is. Thank you, Buzz. All right, everyone's uh, everyone's raving about my interview with Jillian Barbary yesterday on the interview show. Ooh, our, our I haven't Wednesday heard show. that one yet. Yeah, it's it's fun. I'm having a good time, actually, with our Wednesday show. I was a little intimidated at first. I was like, how am I going to do four shows a week plus all the other shows I do? I also do a commentary for Buzz Burback News and Comment. I'm on with Stephanie Miller every Wednesday. I'm on with John Fuglesang every Monday. So, like, I'm all over the place. But I said, you know. Lots of shows. You have many jobs. 
I'm, I'm dying to do an interview show. So I started up the interview show as our official Wednesday show now. So I'm going to be doing it almost every Wednesday. There'll be some weeks when it won't happen because, well, you know, with these sort of things, you got to pace yourself. So, But uh, everyone's loving the, the chat yesterday with Jillian Barbary on our Patreon page. It's what was fr- the most interesting thing she said? Or the most interesting question you got to ask? Well, I, I will tell you this. She talked about bumping into Don Jr., at one point, and she talked about, and by the way, we, we hypothesized that Don Jr. smelled like Dracar Noir. That was part of the <laughs> conversation. Dracar Noir and Dapper Dan Palme. That was the Don Jr. odor. body spray? Yeah, that's right. Now, <laughs> that would have been ideal. God damn it. Why, did, why weren't you there? Why didn't you stop by the interview I yesterday? I I love a good interview. Are you kidding me? Yeah, she also talked about how she uh, sat at the same table with uh, Donald Trump, Melania Trump, and Joan Rivers, and it was at Howard Stern's wedding. So, I mean, you can oh. imagine that that conversation around that table. Uh, David Baranja said on, uh, on our Patreon page, OMG, Jillian is amazing. I never heard or seen her outside of Fox NFL Sunday. Another great interview, Bob. Angela Phillips Mills said, so much fun. Her views on marriage were very candid. Uh, the great Ziggy Blue on our Patreon page said, Jillian, despite maintaining a few conservative views, is still a welcome part of the resistance. The resistance is a big tent. We have room for anyone that sees this atrocity of an administration for what it is, a refreshing interview. Warren Dunphy on Twitter said, another great interview, Bob. Keep him coming. Uh, Byron Wasjan on Twitter said, I loved everything uh, that you talked about with Jillian. You are a no-holds-barred, tell-it-like-it-is, uncensored person, and I love you for being uh, honest. You're sexy. Fu- well, thank you. Thank you, Byron. Oh, I think he's, I think he's talking about Jillian. You're sexy, <laughs> funny, and I had the courage to say it, being 50 myself. And uh, Gil Sutton on Twitter said, Jillian, you are the best. You had me laughing at my desk so hard. Good thing I work at home. <laughs> so there you go, the Jillian Anderson interview. On our Patreon, go to bobseska.com and click the all caps Patreon link just beneath the logo. It'll take you right over there. You can listen for free. Who's and- your dream guest? Oh my god! You know, I've been trying. I was trying to get Mark Hamill, and and Mark Hamill is so difficult to get. Is he? Yeah. I, I'm working on that, but you know what? Malcolm Nance. Malcolm Nance was great. Uh, show number two, interview show number two. Uh, was like what two three weeks ago. Uh, an amazing guest. So, I'm, and I'm working on an entire. I've got an entire roster of people that I'm working on getting. We've got uh, uh, coming up on this Wednesday show. We've got Cliff Schechter and John Aravosis, the hosts of the Unprecedented uh, podcast. I, I don't even. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. So I'm not going to blab any okay. more guest uh, bookings. But suffice to say, there's some exciting ones coming up. And uh, so stand by for that. Listen uh, to the show for updates. Watch my Facebook page. Watch my Twitter feed because we'll have announcements coming up soon. Drive by his house a couple of times. Yes, <laughs> hide in my shrubs. Put some listening <laughs> devices in the studio here, and, and give him a soccer ball with a tracking device. You know, that's all right. The good Putin moves. Well, you know, I, I think the QAnon people might be trying to do that. Might be trying to bug my office or something because I, you know, I'm I'm seriously on a very very serious note. I have had to uh, remove all of my old cartoons. Yeah, you know, I ran an animation studio for ten years, and uh, had a, quite a few viral successes. I did a TV show for VH1 that I created and pitched to them, and they ran it for two seasons and did, oh, did a bunch cool. of did a bunch of music videos. I mean, all in all, I've done maybe nine hundred to a thousand 
animated shorts in my animation career on that side of my career and uh you know i felt with this jihad that's going on with the QAnon people with people like mike cernovich and so on going after prominent liberals and going back pouring through their old uh tweets and things like that said you know what i've got all these cartoons and i know they're going to take a joke out of context and then suddenly i'm you know i'm going to lose amazon i'm going to lose patreon i'm going to lose all these people who support the show so you know, I just I had to take all that crap down. I had to take it all mm-hmm. down because I don't want to be a part of this uh, this lynch mob that's going around. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, they they got James Gunn, the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, movies. They yeah. got the guy from Rick and Morty. He went down. Um, I, I, who else? There have been several over the last couple of weeks. But I mean, are you aware of this? Oh yeah, you know what? They went after Tom Hanks the other day. Of all people, Tom Hanks. They actually, what? they gamed, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if this is being augmented by Russian trolls, too. They gamed the YouTube algorithm. So if you searched YouTube, or even Google, for that matter, for the name Tom Hanks, all of these videos came up accusing him of, of course, the, the standard thing from the QAnon people is pedophilia. They said that he, they, somehow <laughs> Tom Hanks is part of some sort of child sex trafficking ring. Uh, reminiscent of uh, of Pizzagate. This is what's this is what's going on. Uh, on Do these Octo- people have jobs. Uh, yeah, you know, they're just there is so many there are so many layers to this. There was an article that came out um, this week too about it's in uh, melmagazine.com about weaponizing autism, where they're actually using uh, autistic traits. And, and deliberately putting on the autistic traits in these discussion forums to give them an excuse to go... Yeah, something or another having Wait, to... what? Uh, How do you weaponize autism? They're using the behavior that goes along with autism. And they're... This is, the guy's on 4chan. All of the incels and those people all on 4chan. They're taking on the behavior of autism as they engage in these cyber stalkings and attacks and you know things like going after tom hanks and rigging the uh, the algorithms on youtube and facebook and and on uh, google and so on to uh, to be a part of all of this so i mean this is i hadn't really intended to talk about the weaponization of autism but there's a there's a great article in mel magazine it's mel magazine m-e-l magazine.com all this crazy friends stuff has always been around right yeah. this isn't new i mean as long as the internet's been around i mean before the internet's been around obviously but as long as the internet's been around there's always been a fringe element to it right as far as being able to create conspiracy theories and then find an audience for them the problem is the man in the White House is a giant conspiracy theorist. And so all of these people who lived in the fringe and who like to talk about crazy conspiracy theories amongst yeah. themselves now have a national platform to do that and a big champion. Right. So it, it's I don't know if it's crazier than it used to be or if it's just more visible than it used to be because there is this legitimization to it due to this big fat giant birther in the White House. Yeah, right, so, right. That you know, that's the fact that these people are are you know showing up. Like I, I know Alex Jones is a giant following. You know, I know a lot of the crazy conspiracy people have big followings. The fact mm-hmm. that these people are now showing up in a in a venue like a Trump rally, yeah, uh, with identifying signs, just says to me that they've been given the go ahead mm-hmm. to come out of the dark corners, right. and that's the part I think that's most frightening because it's a fine line between conspiracy theory moving into dangerous behavior, moving into 
this authoritarian legitimization of the crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And in fact, you know what? I just found a, a very brief definition of what I was saying about weaponized uh, autism sure. here in this Sorry, article. you're still on that. I yeah, yeah. I, was, I, felt, I felt bad because, you know what? Sometimes you dig into something like this and you're like, ah, shit, I wasn't prepared to talk about this thing, but here it is. It says here, the atypical brain of an outsider bent toward militant purpose. That is the idea of weaponized autism. I, I don't think it's a major thing, but it's it's a thing, and it's linked uh, to this you know this underground of cretins and weirdos uh, who you know populate Reddit and 4chan and and 8chan and all the other chans, <laughs> all the various chans. All the chans. Yeah, and and of course this uh, QAnon business with the spreading these. Uh, these insider rumors about celebrities and they seem to be awfully obsessed with pedophilia, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's been that's been the common thread. They went after uh, um, they went after Sarah Silverman uh, for old jokes, in w- which they insisted Sarah Silverman was also a pedophile. And of course, as I said, Tom Hanks and James Gunn and the guy from Rick and Morty, and uh, you know, just it's this whole list. And they're going after more and more people as we move forward in time. I think it's one of the reasons, quite honestly, and I don't know if this is the specific reason, but this might have been one of the reasons why Glenn Greenwald deleted something like twenty-seven thousand of yeah, his I tweets. I saw you notice that. that yeah, that's like whoa yeah well he said well what he did was he claimed it's because of everyone going into old tweets and resurrecting those tweets to use as a current argument so he didn't want that to happen to him and so and of course the the 2013 2014 and 2015 tweets that he all deleted uh were all tweets centered around snowden centered around wikileaks and that's all hot button Mm. stuff right now and i I don't think he wanted to deal with that so i think that might have been his public intention with removing all of those tweets but i don't know the specific reason why i can only imagine that it was because he's trying to you know cover up something that he was talking about at the time and of course that all that stuff was linked to uh, as i said wikileaks and edward snowden's uh, nsa theft and running off to hong kong and staying at the russian consulate there and so on i mean did you know that jackie that snowden when he was in hong kong spent a few days at the russian consulate where they, I did not know that. They had, no. a, they had a pizza party for Edward Snowden for his birthday oh, while, while he was nice. there. So, so nice. So nice of the Russians, right? right. Okay, so um, I, I mentioned before the break that we we're going to talk about uh, Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un. So here's what, here's what Trump tweeted today in response to apparently getting back the remains of uh, Korean War veterans who were killed in action, uh, but, re- but their remains retained by North Korea. He said, thank you, Chairman Kim Jong-un for keeping your word and starting the process of sending home the remains of our great and beloved missing fallen. We don't know for sure whether it's actually them. We don't know. I was just going to say that it could be a box of just ash. We have no idea. Oh yeah. We have no idea what he sent him. But, but yet Donald Trump is thanking and he refers to Kim Jong-un as chairman Kim Jong-un. This is the respect that Donald Trump pays only to despots and dictators. This is not, I mean, anyone else would get a crazy nickname. I mean, a year ago, this would have been a rocket man, little rocket man, mm-hmm. he would have said. He said, uh, continued here, I am not at all surprised that you took this kind action. <laughs> I'm not at all surprised that you took this kind action. Also, you're an awesome dude, and I want to be your friend. You're such a nice man. Uh, also, thank, for, thank you for your nice letter, he added. I look forward to seeing you soon. And you know Thank what? you for using small words and pictures. <laughs> right, right. Well, here's the thing. 
I liked your use of crayon. Yeah, um, what kind of signal does this send, not necessarily to Kim Jong-un and his regime, as Donald Trump likes to say, what kind of signal does this send to other dictators and bad actors and people on the international stage who want to do harm to the United States and our allies? This sends the signal, Jackie, that, oh, if you start developing ICBMs, Donald Trump will kiss your ass. That's the signal it's sending. So please, for God's sake, and, and you know, in the case of Vladimir Putin and all the ass kissing he's doing to Vladimir Putin, in the case of that, if you attack America's elections, if you intrude upon American sovereignty by interfering in our democratic process and our institutions here, uh, Donald Trump will compliment you and praise you and refuse to say one bad, indecent, or even uh, a derogatory word about you. He's so easy to play. He's yeah. He's such a, like, an easy mark. But, I mean, He's do you so see... so malleable. Yeah, I mean... How I, this is encouraging this awful behavior by people like Kim Jong-un and Vladimir Putin and all the rest of them. Because he doesn't understand. He has no comprehension no. of what this all means on the international stage. Mm-mm. He has no comprehension. He's such an easy mark. He just... He really there's is. There's no... He thinks that he can fake his way through governing. Yep. Yep. He thinks he can stage a bunch of really pretty photo ops, and then he should get praised for that. And the fact that there's no actual outcome or agreement or diplomacy taking place doesn't matter. No. Nope. Because it's pretty pictures for the TV. Yeah, he's, you know, it's funny that he's suckering all these red hats because he himself, I mean, Donald Trump is the world's biggest sucker. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, um, and it's not just that he's a sucker. I mean, he obviously has a vested interest in kissing Vladimir Putin's ass because I wouldn't, right. be, su- I wouldn't be surprised, Jackie. And this is one of my, I, I would say this is kind of a crazy theory, but you know what? Nothing's too crazy in this age of the Trump crisis is that when he was sitting down with Vladimir Putin in Helsinki, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have shocked me to find out that at one point uh, Vladimir Putin said to him, well, you know what? That thing that we did for you with uh, Election Day and changing the votes in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and Michigan, well, you know, it'd be a shame if that got out. Right. And, and, and Donald Trump, of course, shits his pants right then and there. Right there in that meeting with Helsinki. Well, the body uh, language certainly would suggest I mean, that something uh, was said. I mean, uh, you watch the way that they looked when they walked out. And oh, yeah. It looked like he just won the lottery, and Trump looked like he just had to pay right. for winning the lottery. Yeah. But I mean, isn't that something? That's something entirely possible. I mean, that's of course it this is. is this is what happens when a when a president, especially, is compromised by a foreign power, one or more foreign powers. This is the kind of behavior we get, and so not only does it have negative ramifications for dealing with that country. In this case, going back to North Korea, not only does this encourage Kim Jong Un to be more of an asshole. Uh, to to create more ICBMs as fast as he possibly can. More ICBMs, by the way, that can hit the American mainland. But it encourages other nations that aspire to having the status of North Korea. Or, right. oh, are you okay? Oh, I just oh moved the microphone. Some, Sorry. No, I, I, I know. It sounds like I kidna- fell off the couch. I just moved the microphone. <laughs> someone's kidnapping Jackie. Um, but, but, I mean, this is encouraging other nations to do the same or utilize the same behavior as Kim Jong-un and Vladimir Putin because they know that it'll get Donald Trump's attention. Well, and, this is a window, right? This yeah. is a window for foreign nationals to take advantage of the United States because he has systematically alienated our allies he is 
doing his best to try to weaken NATO, if not help dismantle it from yep. the inside out. He is allowing Putin to dictate what takes place in Syria. Mm-hmm. He withdrew from the Iran agreement. Uh, he withdrew from the climate agreement. Yep. He, I mean, everything that benefits Putin and his dictatorial power is what Trump has been doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you are a dictator looking to up your status, now's the time. Yeah. Like, take advantage of it now, because there's hopefully not going to be anybody this dumb in the future. That's a fucking tragedy. It really, really is, because it's not just about incompetence when it comes to dealing with these individual nations. It's just not it's not just about acting like an idiot on the international stage. It's not just about screaming ridiculous tweets or you know we've got a clip here that we, we may play or we may not play it of Donald Trump making fun of what it means to be presidential again when he was doing his uh, endless cocaine rant in Tampa the other night. You know, we got all these great examples of Donald Trump being just generally a dick. Um, But what we're talking about here are major, major long-term national security ramifications. We're talking about completely scrambling uh, not only our relationship with our allies, but scrambling how we deal with our enemies as well. Mm -hmm. Because now we're literally encouraging them to be assholes themselves. I mean, I think they know that this is a window, not a door. (laughs) They they realize that the United States event, I hope, God willing, will go back to normal. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So now they've got to kind of get in as much muck as they possibly can at this moment in time. I think a lot of our allies in Europe are just humoring Donald Trump and his ridiculous conspiracy theories about whether it's paying into some sort of central NATO bank, which doesn't exist, or whether it's, you know, this, this, because he was trying to claim that he, you know, deployed these terrorists against EU nations and then they have come to the White House groveling to get him to stop and to cut a deal. And I just get the sense that whatever uh, you know, verbal pledge they gave to Donald Trump in that meeting last week at the White House was just bogus and they have no intention of actually doing anything but knowing that Donald Trump is just going to forget about it and move on to something else eventually. I think they're trying to neutralize the threat. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if I had to guess, like they're just... They're like, let's just bide our time and Mm -hmm. say what we need to say to neutralize the threat of this idiot. Yeah. And and we'll get past it. I mean, I I have to imagine, I mean, these are these are legit world leaders. I Mm. and these are smart people. And I, I have to imagine that they haven't come together and said, what is our best strategy? For making sure he does as little damage as possible yeah. and keep him happy because we need to do that till he goes away. Yeah. I, I just, I cannot imagine that they're not in cahoots. <laughs> yeah, well, I think all these countries are basically saying among themselves, you know what, we just need to hold our breath and wait till uh, he leaves office at some yeah, point. Yeah, you got to believe that because we as a nation are better than this. Yeah. We as a nation are better than Donald Trump. We're, we're better than what he's doing to try to tear down democracy and destroy our alliances. And yeah. I, I have to hope that those who on the side of good will prevail. I have to. You, know, you just have to get up every day and hope that it will get better. Well, you know, one of my big concerns, Jackie, is the idea moving forward of even after Donald Trump le- leaves office eventually, because he will leave office, 
Uh, my one of my big concerns is the the rise of Donald Trump copycats, and there is right now there is no bigger Donald Trump copycat than uh, than Ron DeSantis, who is running for governor of Florida. He's a member of Congress. He's Republican. Yeah, he's obviously. part of that whole like Jim Jordan, Martin yeah. Mayer, that whole group of. Yep. And he was he was involved. Was he on the transition or part? He's he's deeply entrenched. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna have some of that information too because he he actually has linkage to uh, the Russian GRU. He has linkage to Guccifer. So we're gonna talk about that and uh, and his latest campaign commercial for governor. <laughs> we're gonna get in all that right after these words. Oh, Florida. <laughs> you can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska! This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. And hey, welcome back to our Thursday show. Jackie Schechner is here. Make sure to go shopping through our Amazon link at BobSeska.com. It's the all-caps Amazon link just beneath the logo at BobSeska.com. You go shopping as normal once you've clicked that link, uh, and we get a teeny tiny commission from some of the things you purchase from Amazon.com. So thank you for doing it. tell that. you what people buy? Uh, I get a I get a readout of what people have purchased, but of course I can't. Th- it doesn't give me any purchaser information. Like I don't know ah, that. Okay. So I don't know that Jackie Schechner bought uh, a case of dildos. I have no right. idea. You don't know how perverted. You don't know who's that perverted. You know your listeners yeah. are perverted. You just don't know. Well, not I mean, that there's anything wrong with a case of dildos. I know. I'm just well, I know someone. Someone bought a case of dildos. I can just look that information up. But I don't know that it was Jackie Schechner. But although I do know it was Jackie Schechner because those that case of dildos was delivered. Right to my door on my birthday. Exactly. I'm not sure why. Exactly. Well, uh, you I can have, guess who of your listeners is buying the case of dildos. And, and you can course, narrow it down. Amazon.com has the greatest dildos. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ron, so Bob spe- would know. Spe- yes, I know. I've tried them all. I've, I've tried them all out. I've test test drove every single case. dildo. Yes. Um, okay. So speaking of dildos, Ron DeSantis. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Ron, I liked your segue. Yeah, how about that? Because Ron DeSantis is a dildo. All right, um, here's his new ad in which he goes full like Trumper copycat. This is Ron DeSantis kissing Trump's ass. Everyone knows my husband Ron DeSantis is endorsed by President Trump, but he's also an amazing dad. Ron loves playing with the kids. Build the wall. He reads stories. Then Mr. Trump said, you're fired. I love that part. He's teaching Madison to talk. Make America great again. People say Ron's all Trump, but he is so much more. Big league. So good. I just thought you should know. Ron DeSantis for governor. 
Oh, go fuck yourself. This is good parenting. Oh, there you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's good good parenting. He's showing his child how to build the wall using, you know, blocks that children play with. That's what he was doing there. And then he was showing uh, his child the Trump uh, for president poster that says make America great again. And then he's got his child in the crib. And that's when he's talking about uh, Bigly he's saying, oh, this is Bigly. Hey, that's Donald Trump's catchphrase. Look Can at we me. call Child Protective Services? I wish we could because this is just this is just so dumb. This is not how we want to raise humans in this country. But this has been one of my major concerns, Jackie, is that if we don't kill Trumpism with fire, if we don't summarily decapitate Trumpism, then there are going to be count. There's going to be an entire conga line of Trump copycats who are going to rise up and think that this is the best way for Republican candidates to behave on the national stage, running for office and, and, and actually in office. We should all start behaving like Donald Trump because, look, even though he's crazy person, he's still, oh my God, he's finally above water according to the Rasmussen poll. He's at 51 to 49 or whatever, approval versus disapproval. So we have to imitate him if we want to be successful. No, this is not what should be happening. And it wouldn't be happening if Trumpism were less successful. Well, I was going to say, if, if people were showing up to vote against it, yeah. uh, and they showed that you're going to get defeated uh, if you adopt this, mm -hmm. I mean, that that's the solution, right? Yeah. You can't... You can't just stop it because you want to. Mm. You have to show up and vote against it. And when these people start losing big uh, and realizing that being a dick is not the way to win yeah. a, a seat in Congress or a governorship, uh, that's the lesson. Right. But you can't, you can't teach them that lesson just by screaming back. You, you have to show up and vote against them. I mean, it's, there's nothing more humiliating than to take this on and then to lose handily. Like, it's... Mm -hmm. That's that's the only way. Like that's the yeah. only language they're going to speak is losing. Right. Right. Yeah. And th see that. I mean, that's one of the main reasons. I mean, one of the many reasons why uh, the getting out the vote is so important in November. Because yeah. it's not only about stopping Donald Trump; it's about stopping Trumpism. It's, All of it. it yeah. yeah. Because the attitude and ideas that are perpetuated by Donald Trump are destructive to the future of this country. It's destructive to the future of democracy on this continent and around the world. It is so damaging on so many levels that to have copycats like Ron DeSantis, I want to be able to go back to this ad by Ron DeSantis, the one that we just played. I want to go mm -hmm. ba be able to go back to that in two, three years and say that motherfucker. I, you know what? What? an idiot i can't believe he actually did that because donald trump has since been impeached or he's been primary challenged and lost his uh, renomination for his own party and is unable to run again for president i mean some some awful thing that goes down with donald trump where he is humiliated and he and he has to ab abandon his post and skulk away back to the fucking shadows where he came from and i want to be able to go to every copycat and say you know what you can go with him you can go right, right along and, and follow Donald Trump into the abyss. Good luck. Good luck to you. I mean, that would be ideal. Yeah. But I, that comes down to voting. I mean, we do have a way to beat this. That's, that's mm. what's so pathetic. We have a very easy way to beat this. It's a matter of turning up and voting. Yeah. I don't want to hear it doesn't matter. I don't want to hear they're all the same. Yeah. I don't want to hear I don't have time. I don't want to hear I can't. I don't like you can vote by mail. Mm -hmm. You can go to early voting. You can like there are ways to turn out to vote. This is so important. Yep. And it's 
it's more important now than ever because if we can flip the house and you know in 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 some possibility flip the senate at the very least the house we can we can offer a check the the checks and balances on this president mm-hmm. that we need yep. we don't have that now republicans are not willing to grow a spine they're not willing to stand up to this president it's it's letting him get away with everything Mm-hmm. And and at the very least, if we can flip the house, we can hold the hearings we need to hold. Oh, we can yeah. offer up the articles of impeachment that we want to offer up. We can we can run a check on this behavior. I mean, right now the Republicans are doing nothing. No. Um, at the very least, have that counterbalance. You yeah. don't have to like the Democrats, but gosh, I mean, put something up against Trump. Don't let him just continue to do this. Well, I, I think the open hearings. In the House of Representatives, if the Democrats are able to take back the majority in that chamber, the, the open hearings are going to be amazing. That is going to be the price. That's going to be worth the, the time it takes to go and vote right there. Yeah. I mean, the, the few minutes that it takes to run into the polling place, cast your ballot, go back to work. That time is going to be paid for times a gazillion just on the idea of getting to watch Donald Trump Jr. get subpoenaed and dragged in front of the House Intelligence Committee with Chairman, uh, you know, Adam Schiff, uh, right. g- grilling Donald Trump Jr. for 11 hours on day you know, one. And then on yeah. day two, another 11 hours on day three, <laughs> another 11 hours. That is what I want to see. That is what I want. You know, obviously, there's all of the uh, cr- creating a check to Donald Trump's power and stopping him along those lines at least legislatively but it's also in terms of getting a full and open public set of hearings on the russian attack and how mm-hmm. the russian attack continues and that is so so crucial um, speaking of just real quickly on on investigate russia.org i just put the um the trailer up for a movie that's coming out at the end of the month called active measures uh-huh and uh, it's spectacular. It, it breaks down what Putin's done and how we essentially have a Russian asset in the White House. Wow. And it's not conspiratorial. I mean, it's all of the names that you see, McFall and McMillan, and, and I think Swalwell's interviewed in it. And I, wow. I was lucky enough to get kind of a little sneak preview of it um, because of the nature of what we do. And it's out at the end of the month. I, I, I highly recommend that people go. You can watch it on our site on investigaterussia.org. It's oh, in the great. section. Um, yeah, it's and I, I've got it on our Twitter feed too. But um, highly recommend you watch the trailer. It'll give you an idea of of what it's about. But it's in theaters, I think, at the end of the month. Um, and I I think that anybody at this point, you know, go bring a friend, and then uh, you bring anybody who still believes that there's nothing to this Trump Russia thing because yeah. it explains uh, how active measures work, why they've been successful, mm-hmm. uh, and and the risk that we're facing at, at the moment. Uh, I can't wait for that. So that's going to be for free on investigaterussia.org, that documentary? Well, the trailer's oh, the tra- I see the trailer, Russia. okay. Yeah, and the movie's not released till the end of the month. Um, and that's going to... in theaters. I don't think it'll be free. Oh, okay. it's, it's in theaters. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know if it's going to be online as well. I, I don't know what they're distribution model is but i know it'll be released at the end of the month i just highly recommend watching the trailer at the moment Mm -hmm. uh and spreading the news that it's coming out because it's a documentary and it's fantastic and i just i watched it and thought you know and i'm really skeptical about these sorts of things because i want to make sure that everything's not too partisan i want to make sure that we're coming at this from a national security angle Mm -hmm. uh as much as i despise trump (laughs) i just want people to understand the national security implications of all of this and i I, I watched it thinking, okay, I'm happy to promote it if it's not too partisan. And I watched it and thought, this is really good. Great. This is really good. So I highly, highly, highly recommend it. All right. I can't wait to see that. Well, meanwhile, back to uh, DeSantis before we wrap up the show here. Oh, sure. He has endorsed Jim Jordan for speaker. 
to, to take over for Paul Ryan. Touting Jim Jordan as a champion wrestler. Yeah. Oh, not come a, on. Not a, yes, he did. He did. He did. He said, Ron DeSantis endorsed Jim Jordan, said, oh, my God, he's a champion wrestler. He'll make a great speaker of the house. Uh, sure. Thank you for, uh, you know, stirring up in our heads the idea of Jim Jordan and, and whoever that guy was at OSU cupping the balls of wrestlers against their wishes. And, you know, I've got another plug for Andy Lasser on Twitter. Yeah. If you're not following him, by the way, he's Ellen DeGeneres' producer. If you're not familiar with his stuff. Oh, right, he's right. One of these people that's I think there are people who are funny. And then there's people I think who are Twitter funny in mm-hmm. addition to being funny. Yeah. Um, and he's incredibly Twitter funny, but uh, he likes to troll Jim Jordan <laughs> with uh, just emojis and the emojis is the shower emoji with the wrestler emoji <laughs> and he just he just constantly over and over again cuts and pastes the shower wrestler emoji together wow that's uh, so, so cool. it reminds me yeah i know it's my favorite so yeah. it just you know reminds me it's like jim jordan really wants this story to go away mm-hmm. uh and and so much so he's got the audacity to run for speaker and yeah that's it tells you everything about how these the, the fantasy land that these people re- revolve in. Oh yeah, and, and you they know, revolve around each other. And you know that Je- that Ron DeSantis also uh, presented a bill that would defund the Mueller investigation. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember that one. That was a fun one. Yeah, and then here we and he learned- wrote on Air Force One, I think, with Trump. And- yeah, and then well, and not only that, but he's got connections. He's got a direct connection to Guccifer 2.0, which is basically Russian military intelligence. Yeah. Uh, not basically, it is Russian it is. military intelligence. We know it's Russian yeah. military yeah. intelligence set he, up the Guccifer 2.0 account in yeah. order to spread the hacked information. According to uh, Marcy Wheeler, uh, DeSantis is one of a small list of members of Congress who directly benefited from Guccifer 2.0's leaking. Florida political journalist Aaron Nevins obtained a, a huge chunk of documents from Guccifer 2.0, and he writes, uh, last year a Republican political operative and part-time blogger from Florida asked for and received an extensive list of stolen data from Guccifer 2.0, the infamous hacker, blah, 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 we know who that is. Uh, the Wall Street Journal reported that Aaron Nevins, a former aide to Republican state senator ellen bogdanov had reached out to guccifer through twitter asking to quote feel free to send any florida-based information about 10 days later nevins received about 2.5 gigabytes of uh 2.5 gigabytes of polling information election strategy and other data which he then posted on his political gossip blog helloflorida.com i just threw an arrow in the dark nevins told the journal after setting up a dropbox account for guccifer 2.0 to share the data nevins was able to sift through the data as someone who actually knows what some of the documents mean among the documents stolen from the DCCC that nevins published are five documents on the DCCC's recruitment of desantis's opponent george pappas so effectively, DeSantis is trying to cut short the investigation by trying to defund it into a crime from which from which he directly benefited. Benefit, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's a little bit of an un- underreported story. Was the stuff that was taken from the D trip uh, yeah. that was then weaponized against local candidates. There, right. there was a lot of stuff that came out in local races that was hacked information. And I think that that didn't get as much attention, obviously, as the stuff that went out that was taken from the Clinton campaign, yeah. Podesta and, and the DNC. But the D trip was also hacked uh, and there was information leaked against various congressional candidates that did some damage. Yeah, I mean, right. And, and Ron DeSantis is in the middle of it and then he wants... He wants to be the governor of Florida now. Oh, well. And he Rick might, Scott's a tough act to follow, huh? Yeah. Well, he might actually have a shot. I mean, Donald Trump's already endorsed him. 
Yeah, look at that Tampa rally. It's all terrifying. Oh, God. All right, well, there's a lot more to get to. We're going to do the post-mortem show coming up here on our Patreon page. Right after the music ends, we keep on talking on the post-mortem show. And uh, if you subscribe at $15 a month on our Patreon page, you get a commercial-free version of this show, and it blends seamlessly right into the post-mortem show, so you can get everything in one big chunk of listening. Lots of things for your... Lucky for you, I rarely stop talking. (laughs) Lots of things for your ear holes to find over on our Patreon page, including my interview with Jillian Barber yesterday. Um, So, let's see what else. What are we going to talk about on the... uh, on the postmortem show coming up here, um, we're going to talk about what, what haven't we, we covered? Facebook. We haven't talked about Facebook. Oh, we haven't talked Facebook. about obstruction of justice yet. And uh, will you read me more code? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 I want more legalese from Chris Coons. <laughs> uh, we also have proof that Rasmussen is full of shit. And we'll ah, get to that there's too. A shocker. Yeah, talk about a little bit of a polegasm here. Uh, a lot more coming up. I don't, I don't know. Polls. I'm going to say polls don't do much for me, but then that's going to get me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> so. Of course, you can find Jackie Schechner at investigaterussia.org and at Jackie Schechner on Twitter. Uh, Buzz Burbank is at buzzburbank.com. The Mark and Lowell Show is at realmnetwork.com. Jody is at from the bunker.com. Uh, Stephanie Miller shows at stephaniemiller.com. Kimberly Johnson is patreon.com slash start me up. That is her podcast. Uh, go listen to it now. There's a new edition, new episode of that went up yesterday. Uh, David Ferguson is at patreon.com slash the T-Rex report. That is his podcast. Go listen to it over there. And uh, Charles Johnson is at littlegreenfootballs.com. All right. Take care, folks. We'll see you on the after party tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.